Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Silicon Dreams 1550 AM. I'm Charlene from Orbis 86, your host for today. And today we are delighted to welcome an exceptionally talented guest to our podcast, Tyler Choi, Partner Relations Manager at Shadium, driving global collaboration in the blockchain industry with a rich background as a technical researcher at NASA, software engineer and graduate research assistant, pioneering virtual reality solutions for aerospace and wildlife response. Welcome, Tyler. It's it's amazing to have you on our podcast. Wow, that's an amazing <laughs> intro. Thank you so much. I'm super so humbled. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here with us. And with that, we're going to start and dive right into your journey. So starting with your background in computer science and your experience as a software engineer intern at NASA, I mean, that's huge. How did your academic and professional journey lead you to Shadium, especially in the context of your emphasis on, you know, accessible education in blockchain technology? That's a great question. Um, so, yeah, I uh, was initially planning on going into VR research. Um, so I was very into VR, AR, and um, all things metaverse. And I was doing VR research starting at NASA. Um, but I was always very interested in crypto and blockchain. Um, so I first, my intro to crypto was in 2017. Um, but at the time, I didn't understand anything about this technology, but digital currency just made sense to me. But uh, in 2020 and 2021, was when I actually started to get really interested in the technology and uh, started reading white papers of different consensus mechanisms. And at the time I was in doing my uh, master's in computer science at the University of Washington. And my cybersecurity professor at the time uh, was doing different types of blockchain research. And at the time, it's just a few years ago, but, uh, AI and machine learning research was a lot more hyped and excited amongst everyone. So almost nobody was actually interested in blockchain. Um, I was the only one who, who was remotely interested in blockchain research. Uh, so I was talking to him and he actually asked if I would want to be introduced to um, or connected with a uh, actual team that's working on a blockchain. And so that was actually the Shardium team that I was introduced to. Um, so my cybersecurity professor was the one who connected me with the team with whom I was able to have a, just great conversations with during early developmental days. And then um, that's how I was able to come on. Um, yeah, but so that's how I ended up at Shardium. Um, okay. But um, at NASA, uh, I was just very fortunate to be able to uh, participate in different projects that are some are going to the moon, some going to Mars. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, NASA, for me, it was just a, a part of my life that I was very excited about space exploration. And I still am very excited about it. We are in a new space age and a space revolution. Um, but, but with how different opportunities align, um, Shardium was what aligned up. And I was so fortunate to have this uh, just land on my lap. So that's what I'm doing now. That's that's awesome. I mean, that journey is definitely incredible. And, you know, you mentioned about how not everybody wanted to study blockchain at the time or not everybody was interested in blockchain. And even right now, especially where I come from in India, we are still early adopters. So that being said, why do you believe accessible education and blockchain is crucial? And, you know, how does Shadium contribute to making complex blockchain concepts more understandable for a broader audience? Okay, that's a great question as well. So um, I think with how internet, 
information consumption and how information, how fast it is able to reach to all corners of the world now. Um, that has been a game changer. And with the concept of Web3 decentralization and just that emerging at this time where internet accessibility is at its an all-time high, um, I think that's very interesting with how just Web3 education has just piggybacked on top of that um, to reach everywhere. And so for Shardium, we believe we really uh, are very adamant and passionate about decentralization. Um, and one thing that we've been deploying is called the proof of community. And what this is, is a decentralized education community uh, event tier system where um, we have we empower local communities across the world. Um, we provide them with resources. We work with them to help them initiate uh, local education events where they get people, people peers and um, local projects, founders, VCs together. Let's just talk about um, the opportunity in blockchain, what decentralization actually means, um, the role Shardium is taking on, and its impact within India as well. Um, so for us, that has been super effective, where we've done over 300 events um, over a year now. Um, mm -hmm. We've partnered in 10 different countries. Uh, we just did like a 90-day uh, national tour in India, where our our um, lead on the ground he was just road tripping across all the Indian states and so that's that's what we've been doing to just um, empower and just uh, support our community groups across the world that's great i mean the proof of community events are definitely uh, an innovative way to you know educate the masses and that being said you guys have a beautiful way of doing it and i think they definitely have a positive impact on you know the community's understanding of blockchain for sure and with that you know uh, i want to talk more about the explain like i'm five content the concept so uh, can you share some examples of successful um, you know um, explain like I'm five content that have effectively driven community understanding and participation in the context of blockchain technology. Okay, that's great. Yeah, great question. So um, this is something that myself and our teammates that we worked on where, yes, we have uh, a great community, a lot of interest, but at the end of the day, people, we won't, we need to be able to explain and make our technology accessible so that people can actually understand, not just be, it be this intangible concept but actually make it approachable mm -hmm. and so we were we were playing with this explain like i'm five eli5 concept and just making it as accessible and easy as possible and so with this we wanted to make a just a like a a, a notion the idea was to make a one-pager document where if you can just any newcomer just takes a look at it gives a quick glance through quick read and you get a high level overview of shardium and its technology so that was the goal and um this was super helpful because once we did it, it was helpful for us too um and our our team members as well that are actually working with us to have a resource on hand that they can uh, make accessible but also share with their peers and friends um, so in this regard it would it really did also support our uh, focus in decentralizing education because now we just have this resource it's not something that we have to talk about every single time it can take a life on its own and spread itself yeah 
I mean that that is I mean that is great because even right now I am even though I've been in like Web three for more than a year I still go to Chat GPT and I'm like explain this concept to me like I was a five year old or at least a fifth grader to some extent so that I can understand it better right so that concept is very very interesting and you know as Shadium's partner relations manager right you specialize in fostering uh, strategic partnerships across the Asia Pacific and the United States if I'm not mistaken so um, how do these partnerships play a role in advancing the accessibility of blockchain education and what specific initiatives have been undertaken to promote this besides the events if there are any okay that's a great question too so I think what's been super interesting with my role and just seeing how this industry is just pick, picking itself back up from these low bear cycles um, is just how people how much people are engaged at these different conferences across the world. Um, yes, there are still a lot of bad actors in the space. So you never know who's who. Um, and But there's a lot of great builder energy still and people who are really trying to just invent new innovations um, using these new frontier technologies. And uh, when communicating with those folks, it, like, it, it really hammers down that um, while we're really at the precipice of something new here, and that um, uh, that inspires a lot of great conversation between people. And with the in this type of role where you're trying to um, create new things together, that type of energy is very empowering. Uh, so that's been great for me to be able to just connect with like-minded folks all across the world, literally everywhere, um, Asia, U.S., India. Um, will be down in Southeast Asia and Europe this year as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's been great. That's, and that's, also, that's... yes. And so, and to uh, finish your answering your question too, um, this has also been great in, in, in igniting new community partnerships in different countries across the world. Mm -hmm. um, so now with like our incentivized testnet coming up, this has all been great because now we've been fostering these different community groups, uh, with this shared passion for decentralization. And mm -hmm. now as we approach mainnet and beyond, mm -hmm. it's time we, now we have the resources and the community to start putting these pieces together to take things to the next level. That's awesome. And speaking of community, I mean, which is like the backbone to any project in Web3, right? Um, what are the efforts that, you know, drive a community for understanding and participation? What are the strategies that Shadium has employed to kind of foster a sense of inclusivity and engagement within the blockchain education space? That's also a great question. Um, so, and uh, I'm sure our events team, people who are leading, leading our perfect community events would have a really fantastic answer for this um, because I've only been to a few of them but uh, this, these events, these proof of community events that we've been conducting, um, what I think has been very impactful for people attending is that the team ourselves are not there. We're not there leading these events. It's these community members who are just excited and passionate about the project and team that are leading these events that are bringing their peers together and so when people see that where it's oh this this is not an a, like a paid team member this is just a passionate and excited enthusiastic community member trying to make this happen I think that connects with people and that is what's able to snowball into more of these things 
more more events. Um, so, for example, we have no team members in Nigeria or Vietnam, but our community is there have grown so big now that it's been incredible to witness. That is true. I mean, the one event that I did attend of Shadiums was like I just I just sat back and watched the whole community come together. Not just the team, but you know everybody else and the enthu that people had just up there for Shadim that I did not really see for the other events. And I was wowed. I was, you know, taken aback. And I was like, what, what is happening so different here that is not happening elsewhere? And then I realized the power of community that you guys have, which is great, by the way. Kudos to that. Kudos to building what you guys have so far. And, um, you know, considering your role, awesome. yeah, considering your role in Shadium, uh, you know, now, how do you see the landscape of Web3 evolving? And, you know, what challenges and opportunities do you anticipate for platforms like Shadium or, you know, anybody in, in the Web3 landscape? Yeah, that's a great question, too. So uh, a few cycles have passed. Uh, crypto and blockchain have been around for 10 plus years now. Um, Bitcoin happening is right around the corner and the, e and the ETF just passed. So like there's so many big macro scale events that are happening. Yeah. And um, with this happening, everyone is believing that, okay, now the next bull cycle is about to begin. Um, and so with this means new mainstream adoption, a whole influx of institutional capital as well with this ETF passing. So we're in a whole a new uncharted territory. Um, we'll, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen. Um, and how the industry matures, uh, hopefully, um, in a way. Um, so we'll actually see what type of new use cases and projects emerge. Um, but for so long, the main uh, limitation for mass adoption was the actual usable applications enabled by blockchain tech. Mm -hmm. However, that was a big blocker because we never had a real scalable decentralized solution. Um, because last time it was everything was just on Ethereum and gas fees were ridiculous. And so at that that's not a scalable solution. You can't create these hyper scale applications that could be used by millions of people if transaction fees are going over a dollar. That's that's just unscalable. And so that was a major limitation. But now in this new era now where we have these new layer twos and new layer ones, parallel EVMs that are trying to solve this scalability issue from a different angles. Um, I'm curious to see in this cycle, which applications, which use cases emerge, uh, because I think at the end of the day, it's gonna come down to actual usable applications that are that don't have blockchain at the front end, more at the back end um, are going to lead this cycle. So we'll see what happens. Right. No, that that does make a lot of sense. And, you know, with that, um, I just want to know, looking ahead, what is, you know, Shadim's vision for the future in terms of just building in the space and getting together a larger community? Yes, great question, too. So um, 2024 is going to be a huge year for Shardium. Um, We have our incentivized testnet launch coming up soon. So this is going to involve um, various different Quest campaigns uh, in which users and testers can complete to occur points that uh, may or may not translate to something come mainnet um, can or cannot deny. Uh, but with that, and after that, we will have our mainnet launch um, in early Q2 in the April May timeline. And so with this, after mainnet launch, it's just going to be about um, just 
continuing and just hammering down on what's been working for us, but also establishing more key partnerships and onboarding different institutions. So 2024 is just going to be about, about being going above and beyond. Absolutely. And uh, I want to wish you the best of luck with everything that's going to come your way and Shadium's way in 2024. And with all that success, I have one last question for you, which is, what advice would you give anybody, you know, new, fresh entering the Web3 space, especially entrepreneurs looking to build in, in the landscape? Yes. Uh, putting yourself out there um, and finding people that are like-minded with you that want that share similar vision. I think that is what people are really looking for. Um, and once you find that, a lot of hardships become a lot more bearable. Um, you'll have a lot more drive and motivation to make things happen. So not being afraid to put yourself out there, go attend events. Yes, just make things happen and just talk to people and you'll, you never know what's going to happen. Awesome. You have heard that, guys, loud and clear. And um, with that, we conclude this insightful episode of the Silicon Dreams. We're certainly grateful to have had the privilege of diving into the remarkable journey and expertise of our guest, Tyler Choi, from his roots in computer science to shaping the future of blockchain education and his experiences at NASA and his commitment to accessible education are surely paving the way for innovation in Web3. With that, we would love to end this episode and um, huge thank you to you, Tyler, for taking our time and being on our show. It was great having you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.